Hello there, and welcome to the KedCast. My name is Ethan, and this is a podcast where I'm going to talk about a lot of random topics, uh, literally whatever I want to. Uh, I'm not sure how many episodes they're going to be, or how often I'm going to upload, what it's actually going to be. It's all very chill, it's all very whatever. I'm going to be talking for some variable amount of time on each of the different episodes. Uh, so yeah, no particular goals or subjects, just whatever comes, whatever comes to my mind. So the main reason I started this podcast is I had been planning uh, a couple of talks intended for a collegiate audience towards the end of the spring 2022 semester, and these talks would have been on various topics of my choosing, but due to peculiar yet uh, understandable circumstances, these talks never ended up happening. So now I have this repository of presentations and talks, so I decided to make this podcast, uh, the KedCast. That's spelled KED, C-E-D, and CAST, C-A-S-T. It's a portmanteau of KED, which I'll explain what that means later, and CAST, which is the back half of podcast. So uh, a portmanteau is when a word is a combination of parts of other words, like how smog is a portmanteau of smoke and fog, and spork is a portmanteau of spoon and fork. There are many other examples, such as brunch, labradoodle, belieber, Basically, a portmanteau is when you combine two words, where usually both words are shortened and not the full word appears. However, in the case where one word does remain fully intact and the other gets truncated, that would still be a portmanteau. For instance, in the word spork, a combination of spoon and fork, the oon and spoon gets cut off, and the f and fork gets cut off, and you combine the two, and you get spork. So in there, you had truncations on both of the words. However, you could have an example where there's truncation in only one of the words that still qualifies as a portmanteau because there was some level of truncation. Let's take another word. Wangus. So Wangus is the resulting breed of cattle whenever you breed Wagyu cattle from Japan and Angus cattle from Great Britain. Wangus. If you look at the word, it gets the W from Wagyu and the Angus from Angus. So here, Angus got entirely kept intact, but because Wagyu got truncated, it still qualifies portmanteau. However, if you combine two words and it doesn't have any truncation, we just call that a compound word. You just put the two words together, like basketball or moonlight or snowflake. Uh, However, there's also some gray area between portmanteaus and compound words. For instance, if you take cheeseburger, is that a compound word of cheese and burger? Or is that a portmanteau of cheese and hamburger? So it's a little bit of a middle ground here. So another facet of uh, the portmanteau ideology that doesn't get talked about a lot in the literature is uh, ship names. So I googled ship names, and apparently Google wanted to give me the names of like large boat. But that's clearly not what I wanted. So... Some say that ship name stands for, like, relationship. But that's probably a misnomer, because ship name probably comes from, like, the word ship, like, to ship, or a ship. Uh, and if you don't know what ship is, ship is, like, a term of art that means, like, oh, yeah, I, I ship those two. Like, if I had to give a definition, it'd be something along the lines of, like, to root for a romantic relationship and wish for its success. Many times this refers to uh, fictional characters, like, oh, I ship Troy and Gabriella, or oh, I totally ship Howl and Sophie, but uh, ships could also refer to real people as well, though it gets a little bit dicier, and I recommend like, a good amount of caution in that area. Uh, like, it, It's cool to root people on, but also like there are clearly times where shipping is like not appropriate. And uh, I think one of these times is like when if you like ship celebrities, like that's probably not like why. So yeah, ship names. Uh, ship names are almost always portmanteaus. Uh, let me come up with an example. Like For instance, let's say we have two people, uh, Samuel and Camilla. Their ship name could be uh, Samilla, uh, and now you have this amalgamation of a ship name that one might use to refer to this uh, relationship. As someone who has attended a middle school, uh, I have first-hand experience into this 
human behavior uh, known as shipping. Uh, usually it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the ship name that results in the two, you can tell that the first half is one person's name and the second half is another person's name. But also, instead of the first half being Sam Samuel and the second half being Camilla, you could also have the other way around, where you have like Camuel, which I guess you could also choose, but it's based on observation. There's usually one that sounds better or it's easier to say. Usually that one sticks. Also, whenever like one person starts using one ship name, usually that one catches on, especially whenever both of them are like fairly reasonable. Uh, but also, there's also individual decisions to like, oh, at what syllable do you truncate each word? For example, you could have Samula or Camilluel. Uh, one might say, oh, the, 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 those are too long. But also, it's not like length is what you care about because you don't just do like cool or sa or scylla. Um, hypothesis is that uh, there's some like important midpoint that maintains uh, a level of intelligibility as to what the the original names were, while also keeping it concise and making sure the word is able to be pronounced and rolls off the tongue easily. Another thing to note is that especially with names with multiple syllables, there are many potential breakpoints to consider. But some names naturally lend themselves to certain breakpoints, like. Let's say there's like one three-syllable name, the best breakpoint might be after the first syllable and before the second syllable, or it might be like after the first consonant, uh, while another ship name might have like after the second and third syllable, that's a natural breakpoint. Some names have multiple natural breakpoints, so uh, usually the more syllables you have, the more options you have. And another thing that I particularly noticed in my middle school experience is that when your name starts with a vowel, many times that name will be the second name. And the first name, you take like the first consonant and you just combine those two. Uh, it, or you just attach the, that consonant to the front of the name that starts with the vowel. For instance, let's say there are two individuals, Cameron and Abby. Their ship name would be like Cabby. In fact, most ship names are usually you take like the, the, the first consonant and then you like swap them. Or, or like, like you take the first consonant off and you replace it with the consonant of the other person's name. And usually that's like how you get the resulting ship name. However, in the case of names that lead with vowels, like Abby or Ethan. Another thing is that usually that you never start with that. So for instance, if you have two individuals and both of their names start with vowels, if you were to make a ship name of that, you get like much fewer options because you can't just do that first letter swap. You have to think about like, oh, do you combine after like the third syllable or the second syllable, uh, which makes it really awkward. So basically, if you don't want yourself to be shipped, just like have a name that is A, starts with a vowel, and B, is low in syllable count. For instance, let's take, try making a ship name for Anne and Abe. Yeah, there's like no good combination. That's arguably a good thing. Uh, so yeah, the more you know about uh, portmanteaus. So going back to this podcast, Kedcast. Funny enough, podcast itself is a portmanteau. It's a portmanteau of iPod and uh, broadcast. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's nifty. So yeah, the Ked in Kedcast, C-E-D. I'm not actually sure what it stands for. Uh, originally, it was going to be like chaotic Ethan dialogue or uh, crazy Ethan dialogue, but I didn't like it too much. It's not really a dialogue. I'm not sure if anyone else will ever be on this podcast with me. There might be a case where like someone else records a podcast episode, posts it here, but I I'm not sure if I'm ever going to have like a dialogue. Who, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, preliminarily, it stands for casual Ethan dissertations, but who knows? It might be one of those acronyms that like the integer letters don't actually stand for anything. Or it'll like change according to what the week is, what the topic is. But yeah, this is the uh, KEDcast. Welcome. As for the logo of the podcast, you might be wondering, it's a lemon on a purple background because lemon is my favorite flavor. Lemons are my favorite fruit. And purple is my favorite color. So that's why, uh, that's why the logo will be the way it is. I'm going to try to make more episodes on many, many topics, stuff I'm interested in, perhaps my opinions and views on a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah, I got more episodes cooking. 
maybe like once a month I might release episodes, but I don't know. Sometimes these things don't last. Uh, hopefully it will. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you all next time. Toodles.